Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, hallelujah. This is Pastor Kevin Rollins with Blow the Trumpet Ministry. Come on, y'all, come on now. Hallelujah, let's worship the Lord on this day. For this is the day the Lord has made. I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. Come on, I need y'all to just get high on the spirit. Hallelujah. Better than any drug you ever had in your life. Give glory to God. Hallelujah. Y'all come and join us every Sunday, 1130 a.m. at 1609 Havana Street, Aurora. 8. 0010. Come on and join us. That's where we love God. We love people. We like making disciples along the way. We love to do outreach. You know, we're a church within and outside the walls. Y'all come and check us out. Today's message is entitled Biblical Ambition. I said Biblical Ambition. I'm going to define ambition to you. And then we're going to get into the scripture and into the word. Ambition is defined as an intense drive for success or power. A desire to achieve honor, wealth, or fame. To be ambitious in the worldly sense is essentially to be determined to have more than your neighbor. Its motto is, he with the most wins. Ambition strives to be number one. However, in the Bible, the word ambition takes on a whole new dimension. Let's start out with 1 Thessalonians 4.11. And I'll be coming from the New Living Translation. Make it your goal to live a quiet life, minding your own business and working with your hands. Just as we instructed you before... Philippians 1.17, the New International Version. The former preached Christ out of selfish ambition, not sincerely, supposing they can stir up trouble for me while I'm in chains. And Ephesians 5.8-10, King James Version, because I like using different versions so we can get translation, which means the same thing. For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father, dear Lord, we don't want no uh, vain ambition, Father, dear Lord. We don't want anything that would be like treason unto you, Lord, because we want to walk with you, Father, dear Lord. We want to be united as one with you, Father. We thank you for my wife, Lynn, uh, Pastor Lynn Rollins, and my cousin, Ambassador Prophetess Lavina Edwards, Father, as they were used by you as your vehicle, Father, for more moments of excellence where they were able to Speak in the lives of women in their own lives. Father, even spoke into my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Where the world teaches us to go all out to be the best, to have a bigger house, a fancier car, a larger paycheck than our neighbors, the Bible teaches us the opposite. 
Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem each other better. I said, let us esteem each other. Uh-huh. Come on, y'all stay with me. I want to make sure you get this. Let us esteem each other better than himself. Philippians 2.3, New Century Version. Like I told you, I like using different translation. When you do things, do not let selfish or pride be, be your selfishness or pride be your guide. Instead, be humble and give more honor to others than yourself. The Apostle Paul tells us, therefore, we also have as our ambition, rather than home or absent, to be pleasing to him. 2 Corinthians 5.9, New Living Translation. So whether we are here in his bo- this body or away from this body, our goal is to please him. The Greek word for ambition, philotem, means literally to esteem as an honor. Being ambitious in and of itself is not wrong. It's what we esteem or honor that can be a problem. The Bible teaches us that we should be ambitious, yet the objective is to be accepted by Christ and not by the world. See, Christ taught us that to be first in the kingdom is to become a servant. Can I get an amen? Matthew 20, 26 through 28, King James Version. But it shall not be so among you, but whosoever will be great among you, let him be your minister, and whosoever will be chief among you, let him be your servant, even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. Now, y'all need to get excited right there. You need to just jump up out of your seats. Matthew 23, 11 through 12, the New International Version. The greatest among you will be your servant, for those who exalt themselves will, I said they will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Paul once posed an insightful question. Am I now trying to win the approval of men or of God, or am I trying to please men? His answer, Galatians 1.10, obviously, I'm not trying to win the approval of people, but of God. If pleasing people were my goal, I would not be Christ's servant. Hallelujah, praise the Lord with me. Later, Paul reiterated, on the contrary, we speak as men approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel. We are not trying to please men, but God who tests our heart, uh-huh. 1 Thessalonians 2.4 American Standard Version. But even as we have been approved to God to be entrusted with the gospel, so we speak not as pleasing men, but God who proveth our hearts. Paul is affirming the truth proclaimed by Jesus himself. John 5.44, the NIV Version. How can you believe since you accept glory from one another, but do not seek the glory that comes from the only God. Woo, this is getting good to me. We must ask, what is our ambition to please God or please man? Scripture clearly teaches 
that they who seek honor and esteem from men cannot believe in Jesus. Matthew 6, 24, Darby Bible. No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and will love the other, or he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot, I'll repeat it, you cannot serve God and mammon. Romans 8, 7, the NIV version. The mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. James 4, 4, King James Version. Ye adulterers and adulteresses know ye not the friendship of the world is enmity with God. Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. See, those whose ambition is to be popular with the world cannot be true faithful servants of Jesus Christ. If our ambition is to seek the things of the world, in truth, we are self-seeking and denying Christ and his sacrifice. 1 John 2.16 Hallelujah! In LT version, for the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure, a craving for everything we see, and pride in our achievements and possessions. These are not from the Father, but they are from this world. Uh-huh, uh-huh, and all I can say is, uh-huh. Romans thirteen fourteen, New King James Version. But put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lust. And Matthew 10.33, uh-huh, the NLT version, but everyone who denies me here on earth, I will also deny before my Father in heaven. Help us, Lord, be a terrible thing. I said a terrible thing to fall in the hands of a loving God. But if it is our ambition to seek and honor Christ, we are assured of his profound promise. Matthew 6.33, King James Version. But seek ye first, y'all know this one, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. First John 2, 25, New Living Translation. And in this fellowship, we enjoy the eternal life he promised us. Hallelujah, praise God in my closing. True ambition is not what we thought it was. True ambition is a profound desire to live usefully and walk humbly. We are supposed to have ambition in the Lord. We are supposed to work for the Lord and not out of rivalry, 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 or to be better than anyone, have a bigger name than others, or have more stuff than others. With that said, it's a great thing to have ambition dreams and to be a hard worker, but a Christian's ambition is to be towards Christ. Father, we just thank you, Father, dear Lord, and we just ask right now, the people under the sound of my voice, hallelujah, Father, that just realize the greatest thing you can do and the greatest privilege you can have is to be chosen and used by Jesus Christ, in Jesus' name, amen.
going to be a blessing to blow the trumpet ministries. Go to Giveify and look for the man blowing the shofar. That's Blow the Trumpet Ministries, Aurora, Colorado. Come on, y'all. Be a blessing unto the Lord.